Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas! Oh, you gonna be all right? everybody welcome to another episode of it's them damn enchiladas the podcast the funniest and best roy burns tribute podcast on the interwebs where shenanigans and hijinks surrounding horror movies video games television comic books and beer come early and come often i am carlos rivera as always my co-hosts adam griffin and the thirds rob christie follow us on the red hot twitter machine handles in the show notes and the show at It's Them Damn, and on Instagram at It's Them Damn and Childless Podcast. Gentlemen, we are sitting here, ready to discuss some Japanese horror. That's right. Uh, we're continuing our own little twist on uh, the history of horror, and by that history we mean the stuff we like, as far as genre and themes, and the entertaining bits, if you will. And uh, we subject one Mr. the Third's Rob Christie to the wonders that we have seen. So, uh, without that being said, Rob has uh, he has set uh, level three on the hot sauce meter. Uh, currently sitting, and I believe, did we take it back down to negative three points? Uh, yes. Yes. All right. So you know what that means. We got to get you back up to zero before the fun can begin. So the notebook is tossed aside. And your question for a positive three points to bring you to zero is uh, there is an actress in Battle Royal who starred in a very prominent role in a Quentin Tarantino film. Can you tell me what film that is? I mean, I have to guess Kill Bill. And you would be correct. That's, I did not, that's not an applause track. That's actually me. <laughs> Holy right. crap! Is this his first one he's gotten? Uh, no, because I think I brought him back to zero once before. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a uh, Chiaki Kuriyama, who played Gogo in Kill Bill. I, I was. If you had made me try to guess who you were talking about, that was going to be my guess. Really? Because her face is really like, <laughs> like you could tell. Very distinctive. Oh, so we I don't want to get hit. <laughs> like, oh, we could tell. I don't want to get hit with that thing. She's swinging. Just no, no thanks. No, 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 no. So, um, what films uh, did you watch for this week? For this week, I watched Battle Royale and uh, Tag. Okay, okay. Uh, which one did you watch first? I watched Battle Royale first. Then we are going to start. With Battle Royale, what'd you think? What are your I really thoughts? Thought I really thought you were going to say, so we're going to start with Tag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought, uh, the main thing that I thought it, like, right at first was, is this a horror movie? And then as I started to watch it, I said, yes, it's a horror movie, you moron. It's about a bunch of children being forced to murder each other. What the hell else would it be classified as? 
so also I have to get this out of the way all the people are like it's the Hunger Games it's just this it's like nah like some perhaps liberal borrowing of ideas maybe but the Hunger Games is far more sanitized than anything that happens in Battle Royale I mean shit that movie starts with the teacher who's or the I guess by then they're doing something else, but the dude who is organizing this little shindig, murdering two of the students before they can even get out the gates. So it's like, okay, fuck. That movie, that movie starts very fast. Also contributing to the horror element is the idea that you can just murder entire classes of students and correct their behavior somehow. It's like, um, uh, okay, sure. But yeah. That's a that's a hell of a movie. There was some very standout moments in that movie. And I can't decide which of there's two kills in particular that that really really stood out to me. And I'm sure there will be no surprise to anyone who's watched that movie or to my two co-hosts. But seeing a severed head thrown through a window with a grenade, live grenade stuck in its mouth, it's like, okay, that's a first. That's a, that's a first for me. I've never seen anything quite like that before. And then the other one, where some idiot with a crossbow misses a point-blank shot. And then, uh, since he decided to threaten the, uh, the very athletic lady with forcing himself on her, uh, he then subsequently gets stabbed... Uh, how do I phrase this? Uh, I'm going to say in the taint. Wow. Yeah, I think I think that's what ends up happening there. Probably not just the taint, but he definitely gets stabbed in a place where one ought to attempt not to be stabbed. So I I I don't like the word taint. Is that weird? Considering like the shit that comes out of my mouth. That do you prefer gooch? Yes. Grundle. Grundle. Yeah. There. You go. Grundle. Yeah. That, there that'll work. Grundle. Taint for someone. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's it's harsh. I mean, it's it's unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah. So that dude uh, got stabbed multiple times in the Grundle, and then she gets killed basically right afterwards by one of the stars of the movie. Oh my God, Amitsuko! Oh, God, I almost forgot her name. Look at you without the notebook. Which would have really sucked because I need that name later for reasons. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, Sickle Girl, probably how a lot of people remember that character, because Jesus Christ. She's a... Badass. That's one way to put it. <laughs> oh, she also has a very memorable kill, and it's not any of the any of the other students. Uh, it's when she shoves the shoves the petter ass down the stairs and he breaks his fucking neck. It's like, mm. fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Excellent work. She's she all- very good. You see, you did very good. She falls prey to the standard, uh, you can't shit-talk your killer. Because she starts talking mess to, uh, to one of the, uh, transfer students, as they call them, who were really just... At least this one was effectively just a mercenary that they brought in to murder as many of the other students as possible. His kill was also pretty memorable, because he, and when he gets got, because they shoot the, one of the, the other transfer students, shoots him Shoots him in the neck, but instead of shooting him in the neck, he shoots the necklace. The necklace explodes and takes care of that dude forever. So, so you mentioned a necklace. What's the actual setup uh, 
the oh, uh, movie. the setup. Bunch of class of children, randomly selected according to the people doing the selection, are taken to an island. They have explosive necklaces snapped to their necks, and they're told, "Go out and kill each other. The last survivor is the victor." If there I'm, is, I mean, are we calling these necklaces or collars? Collars, yeah, collars is a much better term actually. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, did I'm like, did I watch the wrong movie? Like, Look, did they go to Jared's and like rocking like. I'm many things. Stylish is not one of them. Okay. I mean, collar's not very stylish. It's, 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 it can be. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> see what you're into. <laughs> Shit, that totally threw me off. <laughs> okay, uh, but they take them to an island set, and set them up to kill each other. They provide them with bags full of what might be weapons, or like the two protagonists, you might get a pair of binoculars and a pot lid. Well, it's funny because the pot lid actually becomes very important because uh, the male protagonist saves his life with it and then somehow accidentally buries an axe into the top of someone else's head. I still am not sure how the hell that is supposed to work out. It's like, how? How did you do this, dude? <laughs> oh. They, but uh, I think one of my favorite things about that movie is how they gave you updates after every like time period. Or no, not every time period, every kill. It's like a, it's like a, it's definitely, it definitely, like, if you think about it, the genre of Battle Royale video games really almost comes from this movie. Yeah. Very much so. I mean, hell, the fucking name. They just, they call them Battle Royales. They just said, yeah, this is a good idea for a video game, which, let's be real, it is. Obviously, because they've made stupid fucking amounts of money. They're, yeah, just hand over fist now with that 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 type of game, you know. Other games have had like you had the originator, which was PUBG. You had the game that stole all of its elements from PUBG that I will not name. It is considered two weeks. <laughs> then you have yeah, nice, well done. Thank you. And then you have. Uh, games that have come along since then, Apex Legends, which is actually good and I recommend. And so I get off this tangent quickly. Uh, the Call of Duty VR mode, actually pretty good too. Warzone, I believe it's called. Look at you. Anyway, but, Look at you hitting all the spots. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they whittle, whittle down the students till we get the last three. The uh, transfer student appears to betray them. But it's just, it's it's a ruse. It's a ruse to get the uh, organizer of this alone, presumably. But he goes along with it. And um, the reason he goes along with it, it seems, is because he's trying to basically save uh, the girl. Because his own daughter despises him. It's very evident from a phone call he gets that she just doesn't give a shit about him at all. And he doesn't seem like a great dude, so, you know, I don't, I don't blame her. <laughs> Oh, my favorite, my favorite thing about the ending is how he gets shot like four times and then just kind of shrugs it off to get up and answer the phone. <laughs> it's just, he's just like, oh, man, that kind of hurt. And he just walks over to the couch and answers the phone. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the best part is, so he pulls a, he pulls a gun on the kids to try to get uh, get get uh, them to kill him, 
They pull the trigger. That's when the phone call happens. He gets up. <laughs> pick up the phone. <laughs> throws the phone. Shoots it <laughs> with another gun. And then dies. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's so... That, that was just so strange to me. Because I was like, man, it's like... This dude didn't really... It was like it was actually just... He was just following orders. He was just conducting business, so to speak. Well, he didn't yeah. have a... The kid, the only kid that he had a personal grudge against, he fucking took care of. But, you know, as as we're in this particular climate, there's no such thing as following orders. Yeah. No. No. So. Because if he had... Yeah, exactly. If he had just been following orders, they would have gone out to check the corpses, found out that three of them were still alive, and bad shit would have happened. Unfortunately, the... Uh, the transfer student, who was a previous survivor of the game, dies on the way back to the mainland. Our two protagonists are left to fend for themselves, which I'm sure doesn't set up a sequel, except it totally does. Yes. Battle Royale 2 Wild Zero. Did I get that, the name of that sequel right? For which one? Requiem, excuse me. Oh, yes, Requiem, yeah. Yeah, because I, he- I, was, I was thinking Wild Zero, which is another... Japanese movie. Yeah, and he, um... What's his name? Uh, the director, Fukas- Fukasaku. Right? Kinji Fukasaku? Oh, that, that pronunciation, my... Yes. Ah, look at me! Um, he died before part two was even filmed. Yeah, so his son finished it. Yep. Kept it in the family. Mm. I appreciate yep. that. Son finished it and credited it to him. So, respect. So, yeah, and people are people are very much convinced that that movie is why we ever got a Hunger Games series. And the author claims she had no idea that it existed. And I'm just, I am really skeptical. Well, it's the genre is much older. That particular subgenre is much older than. Uh, Battle Royale, even. It's like you got The Running Man. Oh. Uh, Stephen King, The Long Walk, again. Uh, you know, it's threads of it, you know, all come from Most Dangerous Game, which is back in late 30s, so. I'm a little ashamed that I didn't really think of The Running Man. I'm very ashamed of that, actually. You should be ashamed. Such a good movie. Great movie. Okay. That said, uh, would we like to move on to the second movie? Uh, would you like to move on to the second? You, yeah, it's your call. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't any, know. Is there anything else? Yeah. About this movie that you know, Battle Royale is a is a good movie. Uh, apparently, the release timing of it was very bad. Yes. And that's uh, and to be well, honest, I kind of think that's the only reason that movie was viewed by anybody as being all that controversial. It's just because of when it happened, not not the content in it. Although. Maybe children violently murdering each other as they did was. Um, yeah, not for Japanese. Yeah, that, that's always going <laughs> to. But that's just, I mean. So it wasn't controversial in Japan. It was controversial here because of when it just when it came out. Well, listen, uh, I, I would think the more controversial film was probably uh, Suicide Club, if I had to say any Japanese horror film. Yeah. You should watch. You should watch that sometime. I think it was one of the recommended movies actually after I finished Battle Royale. So. That, my friend, is a trip. Yep. Speaking of trips. Oh. Professional oh. segue! Yes! 
Tag. Tag was absolutely a trip. Tag. What happened in Tag? What 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 what, uh, what, what, what year was it made? Uh, what happened? What do you think? Uh, I greatly enjoyed the uh, the juxtaposition of these incredibly beautiful set pieces with just god awful violence, just horrible. This nice peaceful bus trip. Girls are being kind of rambunctious. Mitsuko drops her pen, goes to pick it up, and then suddenly you see something weird happen in front of the bus. And then you see the bus that she's in severed in half by the wind. <laughs> Along with all of its occupants, except for Mitsuko, of course. And I just... <laughs> I Like I... Uh, I spent a lot of this movie just kind of muttering, what the fuck is happening to myself? Because I genuinely did not have a clue what was really going on until until the the reveal near the end of the movie. There were some very memorable characters in that movie, too. Unfortunately, I can only remember Aki and Sur. So you mentioned set pieces. What were some of the set pieces that kind of stood out for you? So the first the first one that stood out is the lake. They they cut they cut class cut a class and just to just run out into the woods and basically just not be in class for an hour or whatever and and then Sir is like if you want to change your fate do something unexpected she throws a rock into the into the lake and then from the ripples emerges an alligator which then proceeds to to chomp on one of the other girls who protests very vociferously. With a why me <laughs> after that happens, which I thought was very funny. And this whole time, uh, Mitsuko is seeing things, and you have to wonder if they're really there. She sees a woman in a wedding dress along with uh, another woman. And it's like, is that really happening? Well, then we have the whole scene with the uh, teachers. Just suddenly, they've had enough, and they start to producing ridiculously oversized guns and mowing down the students. I, I, uh, I was very, uh, a little shocked the first, the first one of those scenes because she pulls out a goddamn mini gun and just, <laughs> just mows everyone down. I'm like, holy shit. So that goes on and there, and everyone's running away, of course. And someone says to Mitsuko, this is happening because of you. Only you can stop this. And she's like, what the fuck? She escapes that violence, gets into town, runs to a police station, and is just just begging for help. She looks in a mirror, and she is very clearly somebody else. She's suddenly older, her hair is way shorter, her face looks different. She is a completely different person. And people are like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you dressed like this? Because she's wearing the schoolgirl outfit that Mitsuko had put on earlier, after she washed you know, all the blood off of herself. And everyone's just kind of laughing. So she gets rushed off, put in a wedding dress. But then, uh, then Aki shows up again and tells her, "Don't panic. Do what I tell you to, and it'll be fine." And then they, and then Aki just proceeds to murder all of the all of the bride's attendants in a more a pretty grotesque fashion. In a few, in a few cases, she breaks a lot of arms, breaks a lot of necks. Uh, they get into the wedding. It's incredibly fucked up. It starts out like like. What I would presume a normal wedding is, but then you look at where she's walking and there's a casket. And it's like, uh, okay. And then the wedding guests turn mean. 
super mean. And a uh, dude with a pig for a head pops out of the casket. Mm-hmm. And excuse me, Keiko's like, nah, I ain't, I ain't having this. And she, the broken bottle that she was provided earlier suddenly becomes very useful because she stabs the groom in the neck. It's like, nah, I'm done with this. And then she and Aki fight what I will go ahead and describe as a, a mini-boss. I mean, that did work. Yeah, yeah, it works. They get out of there, and she starts running again, and then changes characters again. This time becoming an actual, you know... Is it, this time it's a little bit different because her clothes change. Previous time her clothes didn't change. This time her clothes do change along with everything else about her. And she's a like a marathon runner running for her life. Literally running for her life because the groom pig from earlier shows back up along with the mini-boss. Starts chasing them all down. Now, is it groom pig or pig groom? Which one would be more accurate? Oh, I said I said groom pig. Yeah. I said uh, pig groom might be a little more accurate, but just to give the the visual to it's, the it's you know, he, it's, a, it's basically a human a human male all up until his neck, and then he's a pig. Yes. Pig Making groom. all kinds of horrible ass noises too. Just constantly squealing. And I was going to try to emulate that noise, but that's a terrible idea. Don't do that. So, yeah. Uh, she's being chased. She's being chased, being chased. She takes a side road and finds and uh, finds herself... It's kind of a weird, loca- weird location change, but then uh, then she's, uh, she's Mitsuko again. And Aki shows back up to defend her from all these... They look like zombies and kind of act like zombies. Sort of, like idle zombies, maybe. But one of them is not idle and grabs her and says, we're all dying because of you. This is your fault. And Mitsuko is naturally confused as fuck because confusing shit's been happening to her all movie, including becoming two other people. So she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Aki shows back up, helps her fight, fight them off, and then tells her, you can escape this place, but you have to destroy me. And then you, look, you get a good look at Aki's arms, and they're wired, for lack of a better term. So when this part hit, what did you think? Uh, I had kind of gathered. It's like okay, she's trapped. It feels like she's trapped in some other world. I wasn't sure specifically what other kind of world it was. Whether it was, you know, because Sir had all was talking all that shit earlier at the lake about or about uh, alternate dimensions and whatnot. It's like is she just trapped in an alternate timeline type thing? Just some weird parallel universe? What the fuck's going on? And then after she finally gathers herself enough to to destroy Aki and in a fairly gross fashion, might I add, because it winds up with her being split in half vertically, she walks through the door and finds herself in a, a frankly, a creepy ass alley filled with dudes who most who ignore her. like they're not paying any attention to her at all. And then she sees the poster, the poster for a video game called Tag. Now in 3D, and it has the three character, the three characters that she was, in the front. You have Mitsuko, you have the runner, and you have the bride. And I'm gonna call them that so I don't screw their names up again. Mitsuko, Keiko, and Izumi. Izumi, thank you. And then she, naturally she's like, "What the fuck?" Because how the hell else would you react to finding out that you're a character in a video game, apparently? The best part is, is that the name of the, <laughs> it's like Men's World or something. Man's World? Yeah, Man's World or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. 
Uh, and then a dude is not ignoring her, pops out and says, hey, you remember me. And I'm like, are they trying to insinuate that that dude was playing as Aki? I'm still not sure about that, to be honest. But she passes out because, you know, I don't know whose psyche could withstand that kind of onslaught that immediately. Wakes up in, I don't know what the, how the hell to describe it. Uh, it's like an abandoned home. A giant-ass man cave. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that is what it is. Filled with with, uh, completely still versions of the three characters she just lived as. And finally, she finds this old dude who's literally mashing away at an arcade stick, playing tag. And he's switching between playing as Mitsuko, playing as Keiko, and playing as Izumi. And she's just like, what? And she sees up ahead of him is like a a little uh, menagerie, I think I'll call it. Oh, nice word. Of all the playable characters and the important NPCs. So that, it's like, okay, now I under, I sort of understand what's happening, but this is no less fucked up. <laughs> Which I appreciated. There was also something I was really hoping for then, because the old dude, like, presents her with what I can only assume is a young, supposed to be a younger version of himself. Uh, that's correct. Yep. Oh, that makes it so much Yep. So, yes, it does. <laughs> he, wants, he wants to watch his younger self uh, have his way with Mitsuko. Well, that, well, well, you're missing a key element of the story here. She's what? been dead for 150 years? Correct, and she was cloned. Yeah, and she was cloned. And she was cloned, and her friends were cloned, and they were all, like... Put into the game. Yeah, imported into a game for... Yeah, no, that's, there's no better term. That's just straight up what happens. Basically, they were, like, <laughs> he created uh, DLC characters of them for yeah. his, his games. Saved their DNA. Like, yeah. I remember back in the day when we used to be able to, like, if you had PS2, right, uh, and you created your own wrestling character on uh, Raw, and you went to go play somebody else's house, and you can actually put the, the, the memory card into the PS2 and you can play with your wrestlers. Yeah. That's what that's what this is. That's essentially what he did, yeah, in a intensely more fucked up way. Shout out to Raw on uh, PlayStation. When I do this, this is my version of leading into the mic. Yeah, nobody can see it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I hate you. God damn it. Must be Wednesday. Go ahead, Rob. All right. Uh, we're we're very near the end because uh, she hears Sir's voice in her head as all this is happening, saying. To change your fate, do something unexpected. First of all, she fucking rips, rips the cloned, cloned old dude to shreds. Except he changes to blood red feathers for whatever reason. But she's like, "Nah, I ain't having this. I ain't having you." And then she gets out, gets off the bed, walks, stalks up to the old man, and snatches his cane. And I desperately wanted her to beat his ass to death with it. Unfortunately. Or maybe fortunately for her, she uh, she does something else and runs herself through with it. So she kills she kills herself. Yeah. And then it cuts to the other two characters in the game. Cuts to uh, Keiko stabbing herself with the uh, broken bottle. And then it just kind of cuts to Izumi being dead. She stabbed herself with a pen. Oh, that's right. That's right. 
because they show the they show the pan afterwards. Because yeah, so the character the characters in the game all kill themselves, and then it cuts to it cuts to Mitsuko laying in the snow, saying basically saying it's over. Except then she gets up and runs away, and I'm like. And I'm left to wonder, did she actually free herself from this fucked up little cycle? Or or what? What actually happens to her at the end of this movie? Oh, uh, my interpretation was that I don't know what, what Carlos got it when we brought it back, but uh, she was still it. It's in tag. So that's why she's still running. You're it. That's Mine is much more existential, um, because you know it starts off. She survives this accident, right? Where everyone's like dismembered and shit. I feel like this whole thing is her in purgatory, and the white snow is her finally making it to heaven. You know, but I don't believe in heaven, so. Yeah, I was like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> so maybe yeah, that maybe that's what they were going for. That movie uh, had me going the whole time, so I was just like, what is happening? But I couldn't take my eyes off of it. Just, it was really good. Was like, a lot going on. A lot going on, yeah. yeah. Really good. Awesome, awesome. You've made it through to your two picks for this movie for this week. Um, Japanese horror, again. Um, so, your overall thoughts on both movies? Uh, it seems like Japan has way less hang-ups, just in general, than uh, than the United States does, as far as make as far as horror movies go. Like, I don't think you can find a whole lot of American horror movies about kids murdering each other. I don't know. That could be completely off. Well, well no, no, I won't say that. <laughs> it could be a thing I find out later. Well, no, my my comment's way too depressing. I'll keep it to myself. Oh. Although one of the worst things I've ever seen in a horror movie is a kid murdering an adult, so thanks, Pet Cemetery. <clears throat> oh. oh. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. If that's one of the worst things you've seen. Oh god. Yeah. Oh jeez. Well, okay. <laughs> Not to say that you guys won't show me worse shit, but I saw that at a fairly young age. Again. So like, every time you bring that up, magnified. Every time you bring that up, I just bring you know, Gates of Hell, car scene, seven years old. Yeah. Why did so, you do that to yourself? <laughs> again. <laughs> we wouldn't we wouldn't be having this podcast if had 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 that, that moment. So. Sure. All right. So, um, here comes the. Wow, we haven't added or taken away any points. No, we we're, were nice. This, we were nice this week. Uh, yeah. this, this, I mean, wow. So, hmm, this sucks. Because normally once we ask him for his picks, that's it. We don't we don't go into negative or positive. Well, you, you know what? I'm willing to keep him at zero because it was his birthday this week. It was his birthday last week. His birthday last week. <laughs> this week. Last week. His uh, birthday sometime. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> We're okay. Um, they know. Okay, Rob. <laughs> Here's the moment of truth. I, I almost don't want to reveal this. I feel very strongly about this one. Okay. And if it's wrong, 
I, you know how I made that joke about just flipping coins for the rest of my guesses? That shit will start happening. No, don't flip coins. It will be just as effective if I have read it this wrong this badly. Because I believe that uh, Adam Griffin gave me tag. You believe that I gave you... Can you believe this shit? So you're saying I gave you Battle Royale? I believe that, yes. Should we tell him? I mean, we have to tell him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, hey, Rob, guess what? You know that hot sauce uh, meter you got going on there? Oh, don't do this to me. Oh, we're going to do it to you. We're going to tell you straight up that you are staying right where you are because you got it right. <sighs> okay, good. <laughs> God damn it. I, uh, I... Honestly, Griff, after I watched Tag, there was I was like, Griff could have fucking written this shit. <laughs> I will take that as a very kind compliment. Thank you. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's a compliment, yeah. <laughs> this only really sucks is this is like the big jump in hot sauces from three to four. <sighs> I just want to make sure I get at least three, so the worst one that we do is number seven. Well, you've gotten two right so far. Yeah, I just... <laughs> so, yeah. so why did you think uh, I would pick Tag? Uh, honestly, I thought that the author among us was way more likely to give me the story about somebody being imprisoned in someone else's story. Okay. Wow, that's, that's, that's a lot of thinking. I had extra time to think about this one. So. Well, maybe that's what did it. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> it won't happen again. It's fuck, my, fuck my sore throat. Goddamn sinuses. Uh, yeah, Battle Royale is one of my favorite movies. It's good. I, there's nothing and, wrong with it. And her fucking... How, how can you not remember her face <laughs> in uh, in Kill Bill? Like, she literally What's has the that same... same played, that, that, that same creepy freaking smile. Oh, okay. Hang on. I got I got a quick question about Battle Royale. Okay. Who the hell was the initial winner? Or was that someone from the previous class? Uh, someone from the previous cl- chosen okay, class. Okay. That smile... Jesus Christ, that was yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh God. So did you did you watch the one on IDMB? No, no. Because for some odd reason, my I, I rewatched it and I watched the IDMB one. Goddamn commercials, but anyway, um, it it was dubbed. Yeah. Oh, the um the one the place I watched it it was also dubbed. Okay, yeah, cool. Tubi. The dub was the dub and the subtitles. God, they were. That that's the only thing that I might complain about is that dub. That dub was not the best. Uh, the dub was for a very specific interpretation of uh of the script. Yeah, and there there's some stylistic changes. Like some of the voices chosen didn't really match carry over. You know, tone wise. But I mean. It is what it is. What are you gonna do? Awesome job. We're gonna watch more horror movies. Awesome job, uh, Roberto, on successfully staving off the number four hot sauce for another week, and um, and choosing correctly. You have now. You what are you? Two and two? Two and three? Two Two and two? Two and three? Two and three? Yeah. Oh yeah, because you got three. Duh. Two and three. Well, let's let's put it this way. Next week's movies, um, 
you're going to have a very difficult time figuring out who, who chose which one. Very difficult. I mean, at two and three, I've, I would say I've already had a difficult time, mm-hmm. so it's just going to be that much worse. <laughs> um, no, yeah, this this one, uh, uh, you, you, you got it right. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Considering that's not the original film that you were supposed to watch, which is the funnier part. Yeah. It was not supposed to be tag. I was going to ask what it was supposed to be, but that might not be a thing you can reveal to me. Maybe not. Maybe at no, the end of the season. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about substitutions at the end. We will talk about the movies that you did not get to see because of life and streaming rights and shit. Yeah. But that was a well, that was a job well done, Rob. I congratulate you. Yes, congratulations. Just know, just know that um, we're coming with a vengeance next week with a lot of trivia questions because both of the movies have a lot of trivia questions we can ask about them. Yep. Well, might, might as well keep doing it hard mode then and just skip the notes. Yeah. All right. Oh. You're going to skip notes, and hopefully people don't skip next week's episode because this has been another episode of It's Them Damn Enchiladas, the podcast. If you enjoyed the show, you can either send us a text or leave us a non-trifling voicemail at 443-906-0040. As always, big thank you to podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, who's making the sound oh so spectacular. Thanks, Mark. You got it. Uh, as we close out, we have to ask again, Carlos, who are you fighting? Well, you know, it's an interesting thought this week um, on who I want to fight. Because I've been trying to be, uh, this last few weeks, I've been trying to live a peaceful existence. Um, you know, as I've been trying to come to grips and terms with my anger issues. I'm not trying to fight as much. Um... But that being said, Tom Brady, again. Yes. Yes, yes. He should give all the small businesses back $10 million. Yep. Rob, what you got? This weather sucks. Stay safe, stay warm. Well, all right. Until next time, have fun. Stay safe, be wary. Wear a damn mask. Uh, the vaccine rolls around and you choose to take it, please get it so we can uh, get through this whole pandemic. Uh, be sure to hydrate, 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 hydrate. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Night, everybody. Bye.